What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. How you howdy. doing, man? Good? Oh, yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bittersweet weekend. Bittersweet? Explain bittersweet. Bittersweet. But the bitter part was, um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but I had a close friend pass away back in December, and... It was it. We're he was part of this little clique that we have, and we decided to do a little remembrance for him in South Florida this weekend. So we went down. Funniest thing is we went down to the pier, and um, it was me, my wife, the baby, and my boy Chris. And he brought beers for each of us and the baby, and uh, one for him. So we video chatted his wife, and he started singing his little speech and talking about like we miss you and everything else. So we drank our beer and then we were like, oh, we're going to pour one for Justin. The worst part, the bad thing about it, it was super windy that day. So sprayed you. So it sprayed me, but it was so windy. There was a guy fishing further down in the pier that was getting hit with all the beer at the same time. He was the fucking goat. Like he was he went along with it. Because he was listening to us about our speech and everything. And the only thing he said was, Justin, I hope this was fucking worth it. (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, we were looking at him the whole time. Like, I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, no, no. That's fine. I hope fucking Justin's happy with this right now, Justin. I hope you're fucking happy. I hope it's worth it. (laughs) Yeah, it just made me laugh so hard. And I'm like, this is something Justin would do. Like something stupid and not thinking about like, hey, it's windy. Let's pour beer out. So that was a better part. So it was it was a little good getting going down there back to my, I guess, hometown Hang spot. My Yeah, my hangout spots. Uh, we went to Riverside Pizza, which is a, like one of this local. Um, I don't want to say brewery. But well, you already said pizza. So I don't think it's a brewery. If it's No, it's, oh, it's called Riverside Market. Oh, okay. They said pizza. Yeah, I said pizza, but they serve pizza, oh, okay. sandwiches. But what they're known for are their beers. But the way they do, the way they sell beers is different from what I'm seeing in most places. Yeah. So you go in and they have, I want to say, a 30 foot wall on one side, probably like 25 foot wall of vending machines. Not vending machines, uh, refrigerators. Spouse. No, no, refrigerators. Oh, okay. So they're all canned beers. Okay. So you just grab your can, you go to your table, and you drink it. So once you're done, you collect all your cans, and you go take it to the counter, and they'll just scan everything off, and you just pay from there. That's so, very trusting. Yeah, that is. And the the crazy thing is that they have outside seating. <laughs> so Chris was like, yo, these people, because we've been there so many times back in the day when they first opened, and it was packed. We were like, yo, people just could. Grab two beers, sit in the corner of the counter, and just walk off. I'm like, yeah, but they trust people here. They're trustworthy. I'm sure, one, they probably buy so much beer that losing a couple of cans ain't nothing. And two, it kind of, it just, the the environment that you're creating is about people just serving themselves and grabbing beer and stuff like that. Yeah. It's such uh, a nuanced it, thing. It's such a thing where, the thing is, that is doesn't, that's not a thing where you get a lot of uh, people that's just going to go there once and never come back. That seems like something that people that like to go to their local place just keep on coming back. I think, yeah, that it seemed like they they were more regulars there because yeah. when the waitress was there, she was talking to like every other table, but not like just, oh, is everything okay? Like having a full-blown conversation and I'm like, oh, these they know each other. So they've yeah. come here frequently enough to to garnish that trust and to be like, this is my, my little hole in the one spot in the corner. But besides that, it was fun. We also tried out. We went to a uh, a comic con, a mini comic con. It was called Universe. Okay. Y O U verse. Okay. Uh, and it was really. I think it was like a the tenth of probably like a tenth of the size of MegaCon, like tiny. <laughs> like they 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 um the space that they had was massive, but I think they did have enough vendors. Okay. For that spot, that they spread them more out, so. You have more walking space in between vendors. Is it, is it like so small that all the cosplay looks like it's from Spooky? They didn't the, have. <laughs> the let's put it like Halloween this: story. they only had three people cosplaying. 
<clears throat> they had three people cosplaying and three groups. I'm saying three groups cosplaying, and one other group was like hired help because there were there was Darth Vader. Uh, I guess another person was dressed like a Jedi and a Mandalorian. That's it. And then the other two people were like there was a Toad and someone else. But there was only like it was small, pricey. But the only outcome, the only good thing I got out of that was. Um, I found out they're doing a Dunder Con. So there's a Dunder Mifflin Con <laughs> in Jersey in June. And they apparently going to have 16 cast members of the show be there to do autograph signings. Well, you definitely up. know that. Um, I'm going to be there. No, the podcast, the the the, the, the two ladies from the office. Uh, yeah, the podcast. Le- le- Office, office ladies. Uh, they have to be part of it. Oh no! The guy that was sitting there, me and him, started chopping it up so hard that I we're we're talking. I don't know if I told you. I haven't told you. Uh, we're, I'm talking to him to get on the on this podcast. So we could just talk about the office alone, an office <laughs> a solo episode. But he's he's be, he's going to be on their episode on one of their podcasts. Why? One of their episodes. Why? Huh? Why? Because he, because the booth that he had, he went to almost every, every con that they were there, and I think he has almost every autograph Funko from each of them, except the only two that he's missing is Steve Carell and John Krasinski. He's telling me, but even he got Allison Fisher's uh, uh, autograph, which he says is super difficult because she doesn't autograph anything unless it's like for charity. Yeah, almost. So he got something from her autograph, but he is he's I think he's running it or if he's one of the hosts. I'm not 100 percent sure. I know we were just talking about we were just more about the office show than everything he's running with it. That's awesome, though. So it's in June. It's in in Jersey, which I told my wife I'm going and I found June, though. He said June, June of next this year, this June of this year. Yes. June or July of this year. When? I don't know, but I'm going. <laughs> All I said was, I was like, "Where is it?" And he would tell me the city. I'm like, "Is it close to Jer- is it close to Patterson?" Because that's where my wife's at. He goes, "Yeah, it's like like probably like a 20, 30 minute drive." I'm like, "I'm there, I'm going." So you know, what's really funny is like in my head, I'm like, "I wonder," because the one person I know as far as celebrity that's also a huge Office fan. I mean, the one that I know the for some reason I know that that she is. It would be funny if she showed up, which is uh, Billie Eilish. Oh. <laughs> Like she showed up. I don't know. It's just funny. Like, you know, it's really like, man, I can't like, I'm just trying to imagine that. Like, um, would you dress up or are you going to dress up or are you just going to. If I go, I'll, I'll go dressed up. As who? If I go dressed up, I would go as either three hole punch gym or the Scranton Strangler. Scranton Strangler. Wait, did they ever show what he looked like? What do you like? What do you mean? What, do you, what would you Dwight, dress? Dwight, Dwight didn't dress up as him one time. He had, like a big, <laughs> he had like a big S. He had like a mask and an S on his forehead. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> like a little letter as for Strangler. I just trying to think who was the most obscure. Like yeah, like what would be the most obscure character you can you can pick from? The most obscure it would be the only nuanced people would probably like. Oh, I know who that is. Like okay, uh, it would be. The third iteration, no, I think this the third iteration of Recyclops. <laughs> that would be why su- is that out of all of them? Why is that? Because one the there? first one looks super basic. Okay, the last, the final version was he was like super robot, but then he had one that it looks like um, he was dressed up almost like in. Like hockey gear, almost a little bit. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember he had shoulder pads and a chest pad, and he looked like a a, a downgraded vigilante. <laughs> and that's when he, when his switch. That's where he switched a little bit. Yeah. So it would be the third version of of um three Cyclops. I think it would be the ver- the one very weird one. Okay. Obscure one, I would say. But who else would it, who would there be? Or they could do um, Jim Carrey's. Jim Carrey's. Uh, uh, finger he, Lakes. Finger, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be cool. But yeah, it was fun. So we found out about that. So I was like, I'm, I'm going to go. 
But here's a here's a good one. Here's yeah. a discussion I had with Chris during this whole weekend. Uh-huh. And I want to see. I wanted to say I'm going to bring it up in the podcast and see what Nick thinks or what well, is well, this Okay, spill so it. spill it. Let's say hypothetically you had the power Superman's powers. Okay, but none of his weakness, right? None of his weakness. All of his powers. I'm Homelander. And that was a question. Like one was like, <laughs> would you rather be Homelander or would you rather be rather be Superman? Because Superman has compassion and he wants and and he does things selflessly more than Homelander does it for for praise. But he was, I was like, if the if you're able to do it and everybody knows your identity after you're done, what would you do if you had his powers? First it was a year, then it was a week, then it was like twenty four hours, and then it was like what what would we be able to do if you had two hours? I'll tell you what we had for two hours, but what would you do if you had Superman's ability for a week? And after everything's said and done, people will still know your identity mm. because of your actions. Okay, well, it depends on what my actions are. First, off. that's what I'm but, saying. Because like, we're like he he was uh, just to iterate what he was saying. He was he was like at first he was like, oh, I will I will uh, destroy all the nukes and destroy like any like uh, military weapons manufacturers, so I don't have any weapons in the world. Like something something to that extreme to be like trying to stop. Any weapons to be produced But I'm like if you do that And you're not Superman anymore They're going to come after you That's what I was thinking They're going to come after you one with the other That's the thing That's that's what I'm thinking Regardless of what you do They're coming after you Yeah So what would you do What, what would well, be I mean, your thing To do If you had a week See but the thing is You're assuming I'm going to do something heroic No it, it, <laughs> I, I don't think I, That's the thing I'm telling you, we we've calcul- okay. we went to the point that we started calculating how fast Superman flies, and he could go from here to Pluto in 30 minutes, straight flight. We were thinking about like shit to go, go to go keep going until we find another planet that's able to we could eat, breathe oxygen, and just rest before we travel to another planet. I feel like I would go to the most advanced scientific minds mm-hmm. and ask them. To basically, how can I, how can my abilities help you progress? Okay. How can I, like, because I feel like if I'm only have a week to do this, that means that they're going to have an opportunity to te- do something they're not going to ever be able to test again. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, how to do, like, how to basically, fun- like, how to mimic that ability or how to reach a certain speed or, like you said, what what's on what planet. Yeah. Or the, or even another one was. Or um, helping them create structures. To help them advance in science, yeah, or even take your blood and see if that's if that's a medical science that could advance any healing pro- properties. But I would have that's to another one. One, I would have to be very careful which scientists I pick, and also <laughs> you have a week to vet them. You have four days to vet them, and then two days for them to run all the experiences they can, or three I, days. And I you, feel like I would start something that um, I would try to start something that I that would continue after after I leave. Okay. But I, and considering that I'm Superman, <laughs> that means. I can do a lot. I can do basically what most people would do in years in a couple of days. It sounds weird, but it's true. I, the fat, the speed, the the strength and everything else, there would be no limitations. I can literally help create like a space station somewhere or, you know what I'm saying? Like I basically can help advance. Yeah. Also, the I mean, not only in a, in, in a uh, philanthropic way, it's, like, it's not necessarily just me being a nice guy. You I would want to take advantage of that science afterwards too, like if we can help create some kind of scientific discovery where, let's say, people don't age or people don't uh, get hurt. Uh huh. I w- I would want to be one of those subjects afterwards. But <laughs> you um, want to be you want to you want to be tested on then have the test be done to you. But I, I would I would make sure also I would make sure that anything that that is figured out discovered yeah. is not kept. Literally just shared with everybody, because it's, it's open e- source, pretty much. Yeah, that's why I would I, for one week I would guarantee whatever discoveries, whatever data they can get from whatever I do is open source. The Wouldn't reason, you feel that it, what happens if it falls in the wrong hand? It will. That's the the problem <laughs> is if no, no. I'm being honest. Like if I keep it amongst certain people, it will definitely fall in the wrong hands. Like yeah. so, let's say let's say even if I pick oh people have nefarious intentions. No, 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 no. Not even just that is people will target that person. Oh, okay. So, like, even if I pick um, the most Elon Musk, I, I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just, no, no, it's, it's, but I'm saying is like, 
I would I could fake I could find a scientist who's most benevolent, right? You know, somebody who's truly wants to give to the world. Yeah. And like you said, everything I do would be public. Everything I do would be known Published, by everybody. Yeah. Well, no, no, just everybody would know that I'm doing it. Yeah. Right? So that means that other scientists are people that are like, well, that's a lot of money in there. We don't want that kind of science getting out to everybody else. Even governments, think about it. Some governments don't want uh, like that kind of science to get out before they can kind of uh, like slowly maybe give it out to the public. Because I mean, that's because think about it. If you give an advance in science too quickly to the world, it might you know it might backdrop, whatever, it might backfall. Yeah. <clears throat> but I wouldn't want people to hoard. I wouldn't want people to hold it. So I don't. Want, also, wouldn't want that person targeted either. Yeah. So if I open source it. Yeah, it will fall into the right hand, wrong hands, but it also right, fall into the right, right hands. hands. Yeah, so it it will it will balance itself out in some form. And even and the best part is is let's say even if this guy's the smartest person known to everybody as far as known to man, there's people that are probably smart or smarter that are not known. So if I open source and this person can't figure out somebody how to else benefit will. from it, somebody probably will. Yeah, that's interesting. I thought about that. I thought about that, but more, I was being selfish. I was like, I'm going to fly somewhere. Also, yeah, you're definitely going to target if you're going to go out and take out every nuclear facility. In the world. <laughs> oh, not me. That was the conversation. I'm like, would you? And we were talking about, I'm like, yeah, but after a week, everybody's going to know who you are. Not only that, wouldn't they just build another one? Yeah, but if you destroy every possible, if if you have, like you, like you said, if you could just, you could build something. Endless amount of things within an hour, like a, a high amount of things. No, I get it. But what I'm saying is you would have to not only get rid of all materials with it, all materials. But then the thing is, you're literally getting rid of pieces of the world that one, not every, not every, there's not, there's not, I don't think there's that many materials like that only serve one purpose. Yeah. Like every, every, you know, every scientific discovery that helps mankind can also probably be used to hurt mankind. Right? Yeah. So, of course. By getting rid of it, you don't know what you're hurting as well. Like, oh, oh no. I got, you know, I did everything good. I got rid of all the nuclear bombs. Yeah, but you know, now we can't, you know, help people in hospitals. I don't, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know anything about that kind of science. I'm just saying is that <laughs> nuclear is out. <laughs> yeah, like I just feel like it's just, it's it's a people thing. It's a person thing. Yeah, and uh, like regardless, if you get rid of every gun, a new gun is going to be built. You get rid of every material to build a specific type of weapon. People are going to figure out how to build a different type of weapon. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, no, I completely agree with you. It was just a conversation. I'm like, what would Nick say? What would, what would or, be? Or here's one last one. Here's one really re- weird one. Yeah. So no one will know what, that I lost the power after a week? They'll know. Everybody knows who you are and, and that you have your powers for. So that. they know that once um, once a week is over, I'm done. I have yeah. no more powers? Okay, never mind. Because I was going to say, if nobody knew that I was going to lose the power, you can literally just... I mean, just be brutal on crime. Like, it's brutal. <laughs> and nobody touches and then, it. And then everybody, like, you set up enough, like, uh, you know, enough. Of a scare. Enough of a scare. And you tell it's somebody, listen, if I come back, <laughs> if I come back, I'm destroying countries. Like, just, <laughs> you know, people just be like, oh, this is, this is, this is not. So, so, you, so you just go and destroy one small country, just everybody in it. But like, if I come back. I'm going to the next biggest one. No, the funny thing is what they don't know is that I destroyed the country, but I've created a uh, a um, a uh, ship in space. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> so I took everybody from there. Yeah. I took, put them in the thing. Like, you guys are going to be the new pioneers for the world. <laughs> I'm going to go destroy your, your, your lands before. Yeah. That's what I think. You just take everybody out and just, it's, it's just a, a cloak and mirrors, smoke and mirrors. Oh, man. All right. So, so let's get into some topics. Yeah. So this week is going to be, well, this episode is going to be very heavy on CinemaCon, which is a four-day event in California, if I'm not mistaken, where a lot of the high or high-end or big-budget production companies make announcements on movies. Uh, they show trailers and um, of events or movies that are coming out and shows. So um, we're just I'm going to touch base on things that I feel caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot, lot, a lot, a lot going on. Okay. Um, it's still going on today. So I want to start off with the first one was that they finally announced the and a teaser of the new Avatar movie. Okay. And it's called Avatar The Way of the Water. You know, why is it that we knew that it was going to be water-based like years ago by this point? Because like- they mentioned it. Is that he's, he said it when James Cameron said it when they first, when it when they were talking about a sequel, he was like, I want it to be more underwater. Yeah. Under, I want to explore the water. 
and I want to use technology that nobody's ever done. But the technology used during Avatar was a few years ahead of what we had at that time. Now being what almost twenty years, right? It's I mean not I don't know about like, twenty, like but ten. It's at been, least ten, it's been a, at least ten years since it's the been last a long movie. time. Yeah, at least the last movie came out that the advancement of where movies are at with CGI and computer generation. I didn't know where he was going to trying to go. The only thing that worried me about it was that he they they gave out three D goggles to do the trailer. I'm like, I'm not fucking. I'm not doing no three D goggles. Fuck that. Dude. I feel bad. I feel bad for because if I think about it, if if this movie would have come out five years ago, I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I felt like it would have had way better reception. Yeah. But basically, because this came out, I think this came out really when I, when Marvel and stuff like that was still building up its worlds. Yeah. So this was huge. I mean, obviously, the, well, the next big thing after this was Batman. Um, this so, came out in 2009. So 11 years ago. Yeah. But I'm saying at the that other, was, this was that was at the beginning of Iron Man. Yeah. Pretty much. So that's what I'm saying. This one blew everybody at the water and Marvel's still building up. And I think Batman, uh, Nolan's Batman and stuff like that was still coming out soon yeah it was around that time frame yeah so i mean i'm surprised they didn't just strike while the iron is hot it's just because i now i don't know like you i'm not excited about it that's what i'm saying but that's you have waited so because it was a great experience it was an interesting experience it was great but i don't i don't see that movie like it's um i don't consider that a classic i get it it was an experience and that's why it was one of the most popular had the biggest budget i mean it had the biggest it's, it's part of the billion, billion, billion dollar movie club. Yeah, it was a great experience. But that's what I'm saying. It was the experience of watching that movie. The, the story was, if you think about it, the story is rudimentary. Yeah, it's Fern Gully. Live action. <laughs> it's live action Fern Gully. Well, they, what was it? They made fun of it. They said it was like uh, uh, Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. So. Or The Last Samurai. Yeah, it was a good movie <laughs> and it was fun to watch and the experience was beyond anything. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying that. Like no, like I don't know. The excitement, it's, the excitement for the movie is, it, it is, lost, is not and really I, there. And 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 I completely one hundred percent agree with you. It's like if the movie would have been made five years, seven at most after it came out, then it had it had enough leeway to still have people's attention and and grab them onto it. But now there's ten plus years, and you've been talking about like oh, I'm just waiting. About like I want the technology to be beyond what people experience. From and the that's last what one. that's what I'm interested in finding out. Like if he can literally deliver a technology based experience that no one can or will experience right now. Because think about it, right now even the, some of the best movies don't bring everybody to the theater. Like to, a lot of people still go here and there, but it's not like before. You know, you come out with anything Marvel or anything like that. You know, forget about it. You're getting every single sh- show sold out for the next couple months. Oh yeah, but now it's. If you're sold out for the first, for the first week, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a great that's a great movie. But what technology is he going to bring to this movie to make people want to? Because remember, even the first, even the one that he came out last time, the only way you really truly experience is if you actually saw it in IMAX. Yeah, not everybody has IMAX experience. No, I think this one is like you get to like, spits at you, like, you spits know. at you, or you could touch. You feel wet all the time because it's underwater, like. <laughs> Zoe Saldana's butt or something you could touch, because like, she's one of the animals. I know, you, but like, you, like you could touch. I don't it's know. Foot, it's a nine foot booty. You're not gonna touch anything. It's like too too far up. No. Yeah, you could. I could probably hop up. No. I think I got a little bit of hops. I could touch it. Yeah. I could touch it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll smack. <laughs> I'll smack the tail then. What? That's that's just, that's just disturbing. Anyways, I, again, hey, if he if he literally is gonna deliver an experience. That no one's ever done, maybe, but I just don't can't. I'm right now. I'm trying to picture what that is. It because think about 3D and all that stuff. That those, those things are cool. They are, but even they're still limited to a certain degree, right? Yeah. The 3D experience is something. It's cool to experience, it, but it's, it's even. I feel. I think people are just kind of outdated. It. it. It's outdated. Not many people do 3D. 3D was a thing, and then what I think what happened with that, and when movies was like, oh, this movie's in 3D. It's only limited things that they were able to do. And because they realize if you do the whole movie 3D, one, it's annoying to the eyes because it's fucking 
fucking the gave glasses. Me a, yeah. The glasses. Everything gave me a headache. I used to take off the uh, the glasses halfway through the movie. Just were like, oh, there's a three D part. Just put it on and just keep watching the movie regularly. I, I just got annoyed by it to the point that I'm like, I'm never watching a three D movie again. I don't care what it is. Trust me, the next like I've had the next experience that I'm ready for, like would be the future for me, would be holograph. Like literally, like I'm immersed in the movie type experience without glasses. I don't know, just the metaverse that you could just possibly. walk walk in and you could just three six year on anywhere. See, there you go. Movie. See, that's 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 something. You know, if you're telling me I'm gonna put goggles, but not I'm gonna watch the movie. I'm gonna be standing in the field or standing in the ocean, and I'm gonna. You know, like kind of like maybe not all feeling, but at least visuals, they, you know, hearing everything like, that. like I'm standing in the ocean watching this movie. That's that's an experience. That's a crazy, amazing experience. Look at that. But I just I just I know. But what? again, I don't foresee that being the next big thing. In the, uh, the movie yeah, theaters for right now, now, for now, for now. And but so next was yeah. uh, Sony also uh, announced that they're making a sequel to the Batman and with Matt Reeves and uh, Robert Pattinson coming back as a title character. Um, they said also Zoe Kravitz will be reprising her role in the sequel. The release date has not been announced, but yet fans, well, we are excited about what's going to happen next. Predicated basically on the, um, not only what we assume would have been like the hush story that people are announcing, but now that we had that little snippet that came out with the deleted cut with the Joker, with uh, Barry Keown's Joker, which was fucking phenomenal. So, yeah, but I still don't want to watch it. Like, I mean, it sounds. You still don't want to watch part two? No, oh, I want to watch part two. I just as as amazing as that performance was, as amazing as that visual was. First off, it's not canon because that was something that was released later, saying that it was a deleted scene, right? It was supposed to be part of the movie. Yeah, but it was deleted. So that means technically that that scene doesn't exist in the movie. Technically. Technically. Yes. However, what I'm trying to get to is that I think he did a great performance, but I want I'm I want new. This was the most original version of the Riddler that I've ever seen, and I loved it. And one the Riddler wasn't really always that exposed in in most movies, right? Yeah. And the Joker has always been experienced, and there's nothing wrong with it. Joker's a great character. It's just it's a character we've seen a million times. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I just, right now, I'm ready for new. I'm ready for something fresh. So give me Clayface. Give me, give me, a, a, you know who I'd love to see? The Mad Hatter. Okay. Or if you really, oh my gosh, if you really want to go psychologically speaking, like psychologically, just gone, the Scarface. Oh, that'd be dope. That would, because I can see that being grounded. I can see that being a character that you bring out like, you know, just the, like it would just be so cool to see that character done well. That would, I would love to see that, especially if you can get, especially the uh, the Scarface is the handler. Yeah, you get somebody that's so almost seems weak because that's the whole point of their car. Their characteristics is that even though he's the mastermind, even though he's cruel as the Scarface uh, puppet, the the handler just seems super weak or super just you know just quiet and whatever so to have that you know kind of change nuance that, into it dude i would love it uh, i would love to see i that like character. that i like that it comes up something different i i just like the how they did the perry keown's joker no no they, i love how they did it no I did. no it's just more on the side of not only because of one being joker and he portrayed it well more on the world building that that it gave in between the lines of everything because mm-hmm. I, I know we discussed a little bit about it but it was it added to it but talking about batman mm-hmm. uh we'll continue with from robert pattinson to michael keaton okay so they re-released a new image of the flash um logo mm-hmm. that might be hinting on black flash as as the end as a villain in this okay all right i I thought it would have been Black reversed. Flash was death. Zoom. Death Flash, no? Yeah. So that's not, well, that, well. Well, it, just because it, it said Flash and in the back, the, the Flash symbol was in black. Okay. So it could be a lot of different variations. I don't know which one they're going with, but they did show a clip of um, the 
of Batman suits, just standing statues of Batman suits, like seven of them, different variations of them. And they showed a little clip of Michael Keaton's Batman. And there was, from what I was reading, because they haven't released it, was him saying, do you want to go nuts? Let's go nuts. <laughs> and this is apparently right after uh, where Isra Miller's is meeting Batman. Or like one of the, one of the conversations. Wait, you're saying that he's in the Batman suit? He's in the Batman suit. There's they have a picture of him in the Batman suit. I'm, I mean, I'm excited, but at the same time, I feel like it's an opportunity, possibly a little bit wasted. Oh, it's definitely wasted. Well, because I mean, it's great that he's. It would have been better if he was, if he was the Batman Beyond Batman, where he is just in a black suit and he has a dog and a cane, and you just see somebody. You don't have to show who it is. Just you just see. The Batman, somebody walk up with the Batman Beyond suit behind him. Yeah, no, I that agree. would have been trippy. But him, this is him wearing the suit. Yes, him wearing the Batman suit. Yeah. So I want to see where it goes with it. Um, there, there's been a lot of talks about, and we talked about uh, the the um, WB or Warner Brother Discovery mm-hmm. re- revising or rebooting this whole series, but they also did. Um, a full trailer to Black Adam, which he's he's gonna be coming across as the most brutal anti-hero there is. <laughs> I love the anti-hero thing because obviously that's becoming a more popular type of character lately. Yeah. But I just think it's funny, like the most brutal. Like so basically you're like at what point does an anti-hero become just not a hero? Like just literally become like a villain. And when his self-interest is greater than the overall good? Not necessarily. I mean, well, what I yeah, mean is course. like, no, because, okay, so like. If okay, his self-interest is greater than the overall good for humanity? Okay, what, what, what I mean is, okay, look, so Punisher. I love Punisher, and I know people are probably going to be, this is probably an unpopular opinion, but I actually did enjoy the uh, Warzone Punisher, the movie. Okay. Because I felt like to me. Well, that, more than the Tom Thomas Jane one. Well, the reason I like—I mean, obviously that was more that was entertaining. Yeah. But the reason I like the pun, the the the, the Punisher uh, Warzone, Warzone one is because I felt like if, the way I pictured the way Punisher was gonna be, that's the way he was. He just brutal, just does not care. You know, if you are a criminal, you're gonna die. Yeah. Like that's he just—he just has a very black and white belief on that system where it's like you're a criminal, you die. Period. Yeah, like because nothing cements that more than the one scene where he literally just walks in the room and the guy that there's a guy there and he knows he's a criminal he just shoots him in the head like what did you just do? The guy was handcuffed. He just yeah. shot him. So what I'm saying is that's a that's a level. That's a certain level of of antihero, right? Yes. But at what level are they crossing that line? Crossing that line, yeah. Where they're killing you know like they're killing people just because they think they're bad. But to the point where not even the audience is like, I can't support that. That's just brutal. That's just too much. I guess the I, I guess it depends on the degree of of the villain they're trying to kill. One, okay. if it's if it's a henchman, they'll probably be like, oh, he's with the bad guy. I think is to the point that if innocent bystanders are getting killed in the process, and he or she mm-hmm. are not responding to that or reacting to in a way of trying to deflect trying trying to deflect that from getting to their end goal is where they fall into this villainous so because they're like i don't care who's in my way mm-hmm. Re- regardless if they are not a part of it or if they're a part of it or not i'm still going to destroy them and that's where you cross that line where you like where like i say when your personal intentions or your personal goals get ahead of the greater good of the general public so if it's just like i'm killing anything if you're my if you're my villain or if you're my the the person i'm trying to get revenge on anybody that's in front of me no matter man woman child dog cat lizard turtle sponge whatever is going to get destroyed regardless if they're with you or not then my intentions are not as an anti-hero, more on a revenge type, which could fall villainous depending if if I show no remorse at the end. Well, Give or take. It, I, think, I think it also has something to do with the power level too, like power dynamics of it. So like if somebody robs a bank 
but it doesn't hurt anybody. Just, you know, they go in there trying to rob a bank. And the Punisher goes in and shoots him. That's usually more favorable only because those two people technically are on the same level of power, right? Because they're both shooting each other with guns. Yeah. Now, if Homelander runs in there and just just squeeze the guy's head in front of everybody and kills him, then he's seen more of a villainous character than Punisher would be. Because he would, he would be he would be considered an unhinged hero because mm-hmm. he killed he just killed somebody that was doing a a felony and the only the only way he stopped it which was not humane at all is to blow up his head let's say mm-hmm. so then he'll be he'll just be a deranged hero or just okay okay I got you. But if he would have came in there, <laughs> killed him, and then killed everybody in there, then he'll be like, yeah, he killed the, the, the bad guy, but he also, like, he's still unhinged, and he'll look as villainous because he killed everybody else in there. No, no, that's always going to be, you're always yeah. going to look bad in that one. So then, uh, then next mm-hmm. we'll go a little bit into Marvel. Okay. Uh, we'll do Sony Marvel. Marvel, Sony, whatever you want to have. You. Well, let's do this Sony, is still CinemaCon, right? This is all CinemaCon. Okay. This is all CinemaCon. This is so they announced uh, they're coming out with Venom three. Uh, yes. Okay. No, I'm I'm just you know what's funny. I truly and I know I'm probably like one of the outcasts of this. I have not watched Venom two. <laughs> I saw Venom one. It really you know didn't really get me excited. I yeah. I didn't like the dynamic they created, but whatever. So Venom one wasn't wasn't the greatest. It was watchable. Two was more of a stretch. Let's let's put it there. It's it it, it, it teetered on. So Woody Harrison did it save the movie. Woody Harrison did not save the movie at all. At all. Darn. I I thought he would have, but I think the dynamic how they try to put Eddie, well Tom Hardy and Venom, or Eddie Brock's and Venom's character as more like the odd couple. They felt more like the odd couple. They tried to protect like the comedic the comedic odd couple than. Two two entities that are trying to work together, but in a way that their morals don't align, but do align at the same time. Like they they cross over, but at at what end do they have to have some boundaries? Yeah. And I felt that they made it come out more comedic than anything on most parts. Of course. Um. But now that the failure of Morbius came into play, they're still going to green light and go with a third installment. Just to expand this Sp- Spider-Man, no Spider-Man, Spider-Man universe. <laughs> right? So adding to that, we also have announced that uh, Bad Bunny is starring in El Muerto, which is a wrestler that uh, was in two comics and the Spider-Man. So he is, and then I was following up and I was reading it. So he is. Um, he was an, he was part of an animated series. He was part of the comic book, but he was a hero. He was in a wrestling match with a charity wrestling match with Spider Man, and he almost unmasked him until Spider Man used like this spider poison stunner to knock him out, mm. and then he had a villain called Eduardo, which was trying to kill him. And Spider-Man comes in, saves him, and then I think the rest of the issue, they're teaming up together. So he'll be like a superhero into the Spider-Man universe. No Spider-Man, Spider-Man universe. I feel like it would have been more interesting to see that character play out more like, remember The Losers? I have not watched The Losers. Yes, you have. I have. It's an old movie. So I have. Okay. This is like, this is Chris Evans before he was Captain America. Okay, so I, I guess I did watch. I don't. I don't, I don't remember watching. I'm it. sure if I show you a clip, you probably remember it. But it has the guy from um, Walking Dead, uh, Negan, uh-huh. as the main guy. Losers, where they're like a military group that gets framed for like killing drug dealers, like murdering the wrong people. No. I, really, I I know that I've heard of the movie. I'm not saying, I but never, it's based. It's one. It's funny because the movie is based on a comic. It's based, I think it's based on a Marvel comic. Uh huh. I I gotta check that out. But what I'm saying is. That's more grounded. It's a it's a it's a it's a movie that's based on a comic, but it's grounded. Yeah. And if you're gonna do that character, that would be more interesting as a grounded character versus trying to make him a superhero type character. 
Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like they should make that movie more grounded. Even though I'm like, I feel like it's a stretch. Like you, you literally are bypassing how, how many valid heroes, valid antiheroes. That like there's more. With you literally are stretching it to pick a random character. It, it basically it felt like they just they casted Bad Bunny for something. They just needed a character fit. Well, Bad Bunny's been been. Uh, I was reading other articles and looking into it. I guess he's been reaching out to like these production companies that he wants to do a superhero movie. And that's fine. And and and, and he, for where he's at in his career, he's able to pick anything he wants. And I guess the Sony was like, "Hey, you, we could put you part of the No Spider Man Spider Man universe." I'm gonna keep saying that for the rest of my life until he shows up. <laughs> um, and we're gonna use you, and we're gonna use a comic book character that's in it. And apparently, this is gonna be the first full featured Latin superhero movie to come out or like Marvel superhero movie. And I just, there's gotta be a, a bunch of other characters that have way more story structure. Oh yeah, there is that, that bad bunny can play. But I think if they're going to start picking, they're going to start picking people that are part, either a direct part of his role gallery or somebody that's off a little bit off those branches of his role gallery and I think they've noticed that people don't want no more antiheroes because they already have Venom, they already have Morbius. So like, let's give them. But isn't did you say that this guy's an antihero too? No, he's a hero. Oh, he's, he's a hero. superhero. He 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 wrestled him during, like I said, he wrestled him during a charity event, and he almost unmasked him. And this, I guess, another the true villain, Eduardo, was trying to kill him, and Spider Man saved came in, saved the day, and then they teamed up. So he's 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 a superhero, not an antihero. I don't know. I just it just seems so weird. Like they just picked literally a guy who, barely, like, really had any comics. Because when they did it with Deadpool, with uh, Supersonic Teenage Warhead, I believe I got that. I hope I got that name right. That was that was interesting, only because they didn't try to build a whole comic book from her, a whole movie from her. They just just a quick <laughs> a quick cameo. Obviously, they changed her, the way she is as far as her powers, but yeah. she literally had like one. She was in one comic book. But she had the most unique, craziest name that, it, yeah, it's so cool to Mega bring Mega Sonic in. Teenage Warhead. Mega Sonic, yeah. That, of course, it's so cool to bring her into, but it just feels like. Yeah, but she was a second. She was like a, a third string character. No, no, of course, but at least. But that's the best part about it. But she was a cameo. It was more of a cameo. Yeah, but then, and that's great. And, yeah. and, and, that's, and I'm all for that. And then from there, they built her. She became more popular in the second movie. Yeah. Now, if you and, told and, me she was going to come out of the whole movie. And I, I think she has. I think they. they I don't know if they did a comic book series off of her because of the popularity. I'm not sure. I would have to look into it. Okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because of that popularity. People are like, oh, I want to see a comic book with her. Yeah. So they probably did like a couple run, but it's 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 easier to digest that than pulling a a, a, a very nuanced character and giving them a full feature store or full feature two hour movie from it. I so, just I, it honestly just feels like they wanted bad money. And this is for some reason this is the one character they think that that he fits because he did WrestleMania. And but he's done a lot of things. He loves a lot. He, like he's a he's a huge nerd, and I yeah. love him for that. But what I'm saying is, it just feels like they're. You know what's even sadder about it that bothers me is that they probably could have casted him as something a little bit more of a well-known character. Yeah. But they didn't want to. I'm gonna say it like this is not nothing against him. I think he's good. And I think he. I'm happy that he's branching out. But I feel like they they basically just wanted to riff off his popularity rather than giving him a shot to play a real role. So they're not going to risk, like, let's say, introducing a character that they can't reintroduce later. Yeah. By using him. So they find this most obscure character to give it to him just to riff off his popularity. And I, yeah. I think that sucks. That if, he, if he wants to be an actor, let him be an actor. Give him a, give him a good role. Give him a good character. Give him see a good what he can story do, but go from there. But you give him a obscure character that even if it doesn't do well, you're like, oh, he he'll watch it just because it's bad bunny. Yeah, and then even you know, worst case scenario, you don't ha you didn't waste any of the topless characters you could have made. Yeah, with uh, like for example, uh, Craven the Hunter. Yeah, or stuff like that. Like, you know, it it just kind of feels agree. like I, they're not really putting any faith in him. I'm I'm all for it. I love Bad Bunny, but I just feel like they're not really giving him, giving him a lot of faith. They're just giving him. An opportunity to riff off his popularity. Sorry. No, no, true. Uh, beyond that, they also, just quick touch bases on, they released uh, 15-minute footage of 
across the universe, Spider-Man across the universe, uh, across the Spider-Verse. Um, and they it talked with, I uh, had uh, I, uh, Azra Isaac as Mago O'Hara, uh, Shamik, uh, Shamik Moore, Miles Morales, and uh, Haley Steinfeld as Gwen, uh, Spider-Gwen, talking mm-hmm. a little bit. But they also announced the third installment, which is Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse, which will be coming out December. So wait, they announced... The sequel to the sequel we haven't gotten yet. We haven't even gotten yet. Yeah, so we're gonna get part, <laughs> we're, so across the universe, across the Spider Verse is coming out June second the next year. Okay, and they already said that Beyond the Spider Verse is coming in twenty twenty four. So there's one behind the other. So talking about sequels, okay. we we're gonna get a little bit uh, go a little bit into it. They announced uh, Ghost uh, Ghostbusters five. It's coming out. They announced that okay. they're going to come out with the sequel to that. Uh, they haven't released the the cast and the date hasn't been announced. But I think this is going to be amazing to see. The this is one of the greatest movies of of twenty twenty two twenty twenty one, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I feel, and I I think it was a way great way to pass the torch on from the older generation to the new Wait, one. Wait, did it really pass? I mean, no, get me wrong. I love the movie, you know what I'm saying? But it, did it actually pass the torch? It, it passed the torch in the sense of storytelling. Not like you're the new Ghostbusters, but more like we're handing off something we built. This is outside of the story. No, no, yeah, so something that we built from the 80s and carrying it to 2022 to a new generation, a younger generation that could that could digest it more, could mm-hmm. enjoy it, but now we're gonna form an actual group around it. So, I felt like it's 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 more of a transition of like updating it, like like we already up we what we did the update. Now everything's loaded. Now let's see where we're gonna go from here. So it's just a great. I think it was a great passing the torch of the story arc. Well, to bring it to bring it to the to, the, to modern day to modern day to still hit the nostalgia. Now the question is, where are we gonna go from here? Yeah, because I mean I don't. I think the characters they introduced in the last one were great. They were, they were amazing. The but only person that would be able to carry would be Paul Rudd. That's what I was thinking. But even Paul Rudd didn't really seem like he was... He was one of the victims of it. He wasn't yeah. really a, a Ghostbuster in that way. But, um, yeah, I think those characters are great to have, like, kind of like Sigourney Reaver in other movies where yeah. she was just kind of, like, interacting with the original cast. Yeah. But now the, the thing, the trick is going to be how to introduce a new cast because they have to introduce the new actual Ghostbusters. Yeah. So I'm wondering how they're going to do that. I mean, obviously, it looks like it's going to be. Um, uh, why am I blanking on his Van name? Van Not Van No, it was uh, this guy who was who ran the company, remember? Yeah. Um, i trying to remember his name. Uh, I'm looking it up, right? Ghostbusters cast. <laughs> I know. I have to. I have to. I have to. Uh, Winston. What's his name? Uh, Ernie Hudson. Yes, Ernie yeah, Hudson. What's yes. Winston? Um, but it actually would be interesting if basically they they this one becomes more of a casting, where they're like looking for the new people to take over, and they keep on uh, bringing everybody around to be like, you know, to kind of test them, to yeah, get them ready. So it, yeah, I like that. Like, oh my god, what happened if they just the next one is almost like a police academy version of that, Ghostbusters? I, you know, that's the first thing I thought about when you said that they were making another Ghostbusters, um, like a police academy, <laughs> Poli- Ghost Academy. Oh my god, so what, what, what happened if they have this would be dope, and this would be a great crossover into it, and it would be funny as fuck to watch mm. if it would have been, um, it would if it would have been what's his name, uh, 21 Jump Street. <laughs> like a 21 jump street thing where like no no but the the, the guys from it um what's it jonah hill and channing tatum yeah but you need more than that no no but they're part like they yeah. they were like oh they send us over here as part of a new recruitment program and you add two more people that are with re- relatively closer to their age because they're older now mm-hmm. to jump in on that I, but I think it's gonna. I I guarantee you. I put money down. It's gonna be more like you're gonna. They're gonna introduce you to the new character, like in the beginning of the movie, where they're doing stuff because they believe in ghosts, and they come across something, and Ernie Hudson and these guys come in to help. But obviously, that's when he goes, "Hey, listen, I have stuff for you." Yeah, and shows them the the, the fire station. Yes. So basically, people are like fighting 
ghosts on their own, and he introduces mm-hmm. them to the actual Ghostbuster stuff. Yeah. So I, I, I would like to see the Police Academy thing because that would be another nostalgic thing you could reference in that. <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> you know. Honestly, if they're creative and they're brave enough to do it, I think that would be a Go better. Go for it. Yeah, so I yeah. think that would be a better option. Go for it. All right, so um, a little bit next is they also announced a sequel to The Nun Part 2. But The Nun didn't but even do well. It didn't do well at all. You think there's a way to redeem it or just because they think they're going to make money from it? Uh, more to make money from it at this point because there's no way of redeeming that shit. Well, it depends on the director. If you can get the guy who did Midsommar, yes. I'm there. Uh, the next one, it was, this is not a sequel, but this one's going to be interesting. It's called Violent Night. Sounds like it sounds it's like a, a like a like a deadly Christmas movie. It is. <laughs> All right. You know, okay, I never understood. I like as I've seen those movies so, a million times. It's like I guarantee it's like at least ten to twelve movies that, or even TV shows, like uh, like uh, Tales from the Crypt, that make reference to it. I never understood that fascination of why death on Christmas like is a huge like thing. So think of it as. Santa Claus, Die Hard. <laughs> so, so the premise is as a, a team of elite mercenaries break into a wealthy family compound on Christmas Eve, taking, taking everyone inside hostage. But the team isn't surprised for a surprise combatant, Santa Claus, on the ground, and he's about to show why, the, the, why the, this is Nick is no, san, no saint. You know, you know, you, you do understand the irony in what you just said, though. Yes. By the way, like you, you do, right? That you, what, what did you say? This, this, I just want to make the a Nick is no saint. No, before when you first like said what it was like, a team of you said it was like Die, die hard, hard Christmas. Yeah, Die Hard Christmas. Is, die Hard is Die Hard Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> but this is with Santa though. So this is basically like. Like you're really just kind of spoofing oh, on Die Hard. Think about Fat Man. No, no, no. I'm just laughing because I'm like. So, they have a cast. They have a cast for this. They already have the. Ca- they already have casted the the Santa uh-huh. and the main villain for the the. So it's going to be a very comedic, violent movie. Please, wait, wait. First off, tell me who the villain is. I want to know who the villain is before you tell me who Santa is. Who's John Leguizamo. Not international European, but apparently <laughs> Spanish. Yes. <laughs> so John Leguizamo is the villain. He's playing the villain. Okay. And, and you ready? You ready? Drum roll. David Harbour. Remind me who David Harbour is. Uh, Hellboy, Stranger Things. <laughs> He's playing Santa. It doesn't seem like a big budget. It seems like it's going to be like you said, like Fat Man. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love Fat Man. Fat I was fucking awesome. love Fat Man. If, Fat Man guys, was, if you so haven't underrated. watched Fat Man, please go watch it. Please, it, it, it is nothing it's, what you think it is, but it's, it's crazy. It's one of the best Christmas movies <laughs> I've seen. I think it's up there with Die Hard. I think it's a, it's a it's it's going to be a cult classic. Ever since I watched that movie for the first time, I've watched it every Christmas since. Even though it's been two Christmases that's passed. <laughs> It's a very different movie. I loved it, but um, yeah, it could, but it was it could, an indie movie. That's what I'm saying. It was an indie style movie. So the question is: Is this going to be an indie movie? Or is it going to be big um, budget? Well, this is a lot of big budget. So the person that's the filmmaker, it's uh, Tommy Wakola. Um, he did Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, and Dead Snow franchise. Also, that's just going to be. Ultra have you violent. seen no? But have you seen uh, uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters? Yeah, that's with Jeremy. That's Reiner. very. Uh, wait, did did he also do uh, um, the one with G- Hugh Jackman? I'm not sure. Um, where he was uh, uh, um, Val Hensley, uh, Val Hen- uh, Helsing. Yes, I think they're just very kind of like clean, action packed, like like all CGI basically type movies. Like, well, you know, remind me of, uh, uh, do you remember, what was it, uh, something, um, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? Yes. Like that, they all, they all seem like very clean cut, shiny CGI movies. Yeah. So let's see how this goes, because they're, they're giving a comedic feel to it, more of a comedic feel. Mm-hmm. So, 
It's gonna be. I think it's gonna just for the name alone. I'm like Violent Night. You already think. I already thought Christmas. Christmas. I was like, <laughs> it just sounds very Christmassy. Uh, they announced uh, Wicked, uh, the musical, the uh, actual movie. Finally, the movie, the long-awaited Wicked movie, is now finally is being made. You know the story of Wicked. It's isn't it like uh, I because I, actually that's the first time I ever went to a Broadway Broadway play. Isn't all right. So if I'm not mistaken, is Wicked. Uh, the story, from my understanding, I've never seen. I think I'm I've gonna heard tell it because I've seen. I saw the show. Wait, wait, wait. It's. I feel like, from what I heard, mm-hmm. it's like a high school version, like the, the wicked west of the east and west are in high school, and they're trying to battle each other for like no. stardom okay, or, so or prom night or whatever. No, I, I I know it's a musical when it's wicked. No, there's a there's. I think there's references to to high school stuff, like but basically, this is Wizard of Oz. In the perspective of the witch. Oh, okay. But basically how she is a misunderstood hero, in a sense. Not a hero, but she's a misunderstood person who... And you basically kind of see her perspective and why she does the things she does and stuff like that. Yeah. So you basically root for the, the Wicked Witch in Wicked. Oh, okay. But it's a great story. I was always surprised they never made that movie before. So, yeah. So this one is starring... Uh, Ariana Grande and Cynthia Iverio. Remind uh, me who she might uh, be. I don't know if you... She was in Need on a Time Stack. Uh, that was the, the f- time-jumping movie okay. with um, Orlando Bloom. I know I talked... We haven't talked about it in the podcast. I talked to you off the podcast. That was like the weirdest shitty movie, but still <laughs> kind of interesting. Okay. Um, she was in Harriet that came out two years ago. She was uh, Bad Times in El Royale. She was in Pinocchio that's coming out this year. Um, she was also in Chaos Walking. She has oh, a good she right. has a good rap. She was in Chaos Walking. Well, I know that. Oh, okay, wait, well, I've seen her before. So I'm I'm it's, I'm curious. So yeah, so she's teaming up with them. So that's a little Ariana Grande probably is gonna be Glenda for some reason. I she? feel like she is. But um I think I like the the, the biracial because they're sisters, right? The two no, wicked, they're oh, friends. Oh, they're friends? Yeah, they're not. I, I thought think, they were sisters. No, she know. has a sister. Um, uh-huh. Wicked Witch does have a sister. Remember, that's the one that gets killed in The Wizard of Oz at the beginning of The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Uh, but no, um, they're friends. Okay. But I, you'll see. This, it's, a, it's an interesting story. Like, the way they build it up and everything like that. It's an interesting take on it because I don't think if Dorothy is in it, even in it. Like, not really in it. No, not at all. It, no, it, she's it, not really referenced. Like, she's... She's referenced as far as but being... she's not in it. Not necessarily, no. All right. So two last topics. Uh, the lo- uh, One of the last ones is uh, Expendables 4 was announced today. <laughs> yes. Okay, no. Uh, you know what's funny? I loved part one. Yes. I never saw two and three. Okay. And I like... Don't get me wrong. I like the idea that like, you're bringing back all these old action so stars. They have... Um, so the trailer, the trailer got released alongside with the trailer today, but it has, I, I think it was just released in CinemaCon, but it hasn't been released to the public yet mm-hmm. from the time of me, us talking. But as far as I was reading, it has Jason Statham, mm-hmm. 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Dolph Lundgren, Tony Ja, Iko Owasi, Randy Couture, Jacob Sapio, Levy Tan, Levy Tan, Andy Garcia, and Sylvester Stallone. Andy Garcia. Was Andy Garcia in the other ones too? I think it was in the last one, if I'm not mistaken. He had like a small role. I think. Okay, but the question I have is, like, because the whole point of these things is to, in, like, bring back old action stars. Because I know they did Wesley Snipes. They did Antonio Banderas, right? Yes. Um, The only person they still have not, that I know of, has haven't gotten was uh, Steven Seagal, I think. Steven Seagal? I don't think he's been on in any of those movies. I don't think they will, because I think Wesley Snipes will kill him. <laughs> I think they have bad blood. Um, Plus, it, people have been shitting on Steven Seagal, saying that he ha- he has uh, fake kung fu <laughs> or some shit like that. Um, is fake, there an, is there arts. an old is there an old action star you would want to see in, in old the, action? Uh, haven't seen that. Haven't seen Ooh. in in any of the in any of these movies in any of the expandables movies. Oh, what's his name? Was he in it? I want to see. Um, he was called the Dragon. From the Bruce Lee movie? No, 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 no. 
um, movie. I'm looking it up right now. Movie actor. He was called the Dragon. He was in a lot of. Uh, he was in a lot of movies. Uh, I'm trying to. I can't re- remember his name. Damn it. You know, like, uh, do you remember there was a woman who was like super at like super in almost every uh, action movie, and she was I think her name was uh, Cynthia Rockwell. Yes. I don't know where how old she is or where she's at in her career, but it would be cool if I could see her like see her do action role again. Um, Cynthia Rothrock. Rothrock. I know it was something like that. Um. Also, do you remember there was a kid? There was all these little B movies where this kid would like learn how to fight, mm-hmm. but I never saw the kid grow up. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> no, I'm just I never saw like him in adult movie like as an adult. But I remember in the, like he used to do these. He like he kind of looks like a, a a Fred Savage looking kid, but he was always making those movies back in the day where he would learn how to fight, but he knew how to fight. I just don't remember what happened or like. I probably couldn't picture him out of a lineup either. But I just, like, I'm trying to think of the most, like, what action hero would I love to see come back to the screen? Um, damn, I'm trying, I'm, like, thinking action hero. I'm thinking, I'm almost, Jackie Chan would be one. But I think. He's it, never been in the movies? No, he hasn't been in that movie yet. Huh. Because he's more. He's more fun. He's more fun. Arts, yeah. But I'm trying to think who was a, who's a true action star that you don't see nowadays. Um, darn it, blanking out. But um, <laughs> a bolo would be fun. But I don't think he's like he's super old right now. Yeah. Uh, no, we already did Chuck Norris. Yeah, he was in one of those movies. Kurt Russell. Mm, Kurt Russell's a mixed bag. He's Mel Gibson. He, he does action, but he's also done. No, I think he was in one of those movies. No, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in one of that, and I think one of the first or second movies. Harrison Ford? Nah, but actually Harrison Ford is like again. I think once you do drama, like you do, it like you're more well known for drama than you are action. It's like those popcorn action flicks. Like basically, what The Rock is now. Who was they doing that before? Okay. Hey, I'm trying to, you know, I keep on going to B movies though, like because <laughs> I'm thinking about these movies where I used to watch that were action, but they were all super B movies, so. Do you remember the two bodybuilding twins? Yes. They used to be like all these different movies they used to make. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> um, I'm trying to, they've done almost everybody. Or yeah. everybody that was super famous, maybe? Yeah, super famous. Yeah. I was going to suggest one person. Sigourney Weaver. You think is an action star? Aliens, bro. That's, that's. Oh, well, yeah. But that was, again, it's like popcorn. Linda action. Hamilton. Terminator. Huh. I mean, she did one. I'm saying, but I she get what did. You're she did three. She did three action movies. She did three. three all three Terminators. Yeah. yeah. Reload, slow your fucking roll, bro. What did she we, did three, not just one. <laughs> Put respect on her name. No, I mean, Put respect. No, I meant action name. movies. I'm talking about action movies. Oh, so Terminator wasn't action for you enough? No, I'm not saying that that was. I'm saying, but that was the one. Tom series. Cruise. Was he not in any of them? No. John Travolta. Mm. He was in the. I know. I I feel like he's more well known for dancing. Yo, Nicholas Cage. That's they go. That's a good one. But I think now he's gonna be super picky with his roles, so he's not gonna just pick everything anymore. Keanu Reeves. They won't get him. The problem is, that's what they say. Is the problem is they're looking for people that are not well known or not doing it as much anymore, right? Yeah. But a lot of those people are still like doing relevant stuff. Like obviously, Keanu Reeves is doing John Wick still. Oh, and, John Wick 4 was enough to have a post trial for it. Okay, I can't wait for that one. But And the one person I would have liked to see in those movies, he was in John Wick 3. That's the guy I was talking about. What's his name? The, uh, he was in Iron Chef, whatever. Yeah, he was uh, a member. Um, what was it? Banana Wick. Only the Strong. Uh, yes, Only the Strong. <laughs> that, I, could, I could tell you that movie just by that song. <laughs> That's why I sang it. But yeah, that would be somebody I would have liked to see, but I think he already kind of showed himself when he did John Wick. Yeah, Mar- uh, Mark Dukakis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember him from that one and another one called Drive, which I thought I liked that one a lot. Oh, yeah. All right. So last topic before last we... Topic, last right. topic. Last topic. And I'm just going to close this out quick mm-hmm. is 
um, they did a new teaser, a trailer for Doctor Strange 2, which is coming out next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and they confirm uh, the group that's in that room is the Illuminati. Oh, so they confirmed that already? Yes. And uh, what we thought was, what we, we were assuming is Patrick Stewart. It seems that it is. And they did like a two second cut of his wheelchair and is the 90s gold yellow. The floating one. Yes. It was rolling. It's rolling. It looks it's like rolling. It looks, I don't know, because I don't know if it was, I didn't see the full back wheels. I just saw the front end of it. So where it, it covers, his le- covers his legs, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. In it. And I fucking, my mouth dropped. <laughs> so I was getting into a discussion with my friend where I was like, he was asking me if I'm going to watch the movie that weekend. And he goes, I think you should watch it within the, literally within the first couple of days because it's still, the movie's still not out and they're leaking stuff. Yeah. So imagine when that happens, Facebook, Twitter, all these different things are just going to be throwing out, oh my gosh, I can't believe A, B, and C, D, 3, and whatever. I'm going opening day. I haven't bought my ticket, but I'm going. I'm literally to the point where I would go that morning. I would. <laughs> I'm gonna go find the most obscure theater in Central Florida. Let's cut off. Let's call off Thursday. Let's go. Yeah, I don't think this is where you should be announcing it, bro. That's fine. <laughs> Boss, if you're listening, you're not, <laughs> you're not doing that. We would never do that. <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so. Can't wait to watch it. Hopefully, I watch it before people start spoiling it for me. Yeah. All right, guys. Like that. Thank you so much for tuning into the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what your thoughts, concerns, or topics you want us to discuss. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Good night.